G'day, it's Hayley Carr here, coming to you from my little riverside cottage in Australia. Welcome to the Super Freak Podcast. I run a boutique coaching agency from right here, my farmhouse, with clients all over the globe. And in this show, I'm welcoming you into my world, into my home, and sharing the powerful philosophies, mindsets, and insights that make super talented, super freaky people able to create crazy good results sustainably, on repeat, and almost effortlessly, so you can do it too. These riffs are inspired by conversations with the incredible people that I coach every single day, which I've been doing for over a decade, and from my own experience as a world champion martial artist. I love destroying big ideas until they're teeny tiny bits of genius that you can take with you, understand, remember, repeat, and use to create miraculous results with ease. You'll learn here about what I call yin-style leadership, keeping the spark and the polarity in your relationships, financial empowerment, slowing down to achieve more, and regenerative, sustainable success in any kind of high-pressure, high-achievement-focused circumstances. So hold on to your hats, folks, and listen out for your insight of the day. I'm going to show you how to become immune to fear, failure, and feeble thinking. And before you know it, you'll be chasing down with ease and enthusiasm what you may have thought was impossible just yesterday. Let's dive in to today's episode. One of the fastest ways to completely transform your life is to reinvent yourself. (laughs) Have you ever been on a trip overseas by yourself and met new people and had that fleeting moment of, I could literally tell this person anything I want about myself and they wouldn't know any different? How easy it is to kind of become a new person when you're in an environment where nobody knows you. I think this is why a lot of people do travel when they want to kind of find themselves because they don't have those constant triggers or anchors set up in their life. The same people, the same things, the same places, um, and where those people in those places where they remember you as who you were last time they saw you or who you've always been, that kind of because they assume that you are a certain person, you show up in that same way. And we kind of do this dynamic of behaving the same way in the same places with the same things and talking to the same people. So reinvention is a really fast way to actually make changes that stick within yourself. And it doesn't necessarily mean going all the way to changing your name and changing your looks and wearing a wig or, you know, even further than that, it doesn't have to be that. But when you think about reinventing yourself, the very language of reinvention kind of presupposes or assumes that you're no longer who you were before. And this is the key piece when it comes to making a transformation within yourself and making a change. Oftentimes, the most difficult part of making a change is when you're still the same, you go to the same places, you do the same things, you wear the same things, you talk the same, you eat the same, you dress the same, you behave the same. (laughs) You get my point. Everything's the same, but you've made this tiny little shift within yourself and it's internal and nobody would really notice it except for you because you know you've made the change but it is something that feels huge and transformational for you and your own person. So when you think about it like that, you know, a lot of the times I've done like personal development trainings. And I remember when I first trained in neurolinguistics, my teacher said, 
it's really important that when you leave this room, you recognize that you have made huge changes within yourself. And then you go back out into the real world and nobody knows that you've made these changes because they've been internal, like they're invisible. And you have to be really careful when you go out into the world because people aren't going to expect you to have changed and they're going to want to keep you in a box and they're going to want to keep you the same and you should be very careful. And it kind of had this whole vibe of almost being defensive about who you are now in the world. And I understand that because I do think sometimes we can make a huge shift and then we expect the rest of the world to read our minds. And then when they don't, we can get really frustrated and it can cause conflict. So I'm going to talk a little bit about that later on in this episode. But firstly, I want to say that I actually believe when I check in in my heart of hearts, I really do believe that when you transform, the whole world also transforms. And I think one of the biggest issues with this is that we don't want other people to see us how we were five minutes ago or an hour ago or a year ago, but we still are in the habit of seeing other people how they were five minutes ago, an hour ago, or a year ago, or even 10 years ago, right? So the whole concept of reinvention not only requires you to transform who you are and how you're showing up in the world and the way that you see yourself as changing and as a different person, but also to have the state of mind and the flexibility of mind to expect the same of others and to not expect that they're still the same and they're not going to like it, but actually to show up in the world and expect that possibly they've changed as well. And they're not the same person that they were five minutes ago. And by the way, if you are a parent, this is a really helpful way to see your children every single time that you see them, because they're not who they were yesterday. They're growing, they're changing, they're shifting. And if you're somebody who has parents and uh, you're kind of moving from being a child into, or maybe you're not a child and you haven't been a child for a really long time, but you still have that parent-child dynamic with your parents and it's changing, this is also really helpful to help you see your parents in a different way every single time, right? It just helps in any relationship really to not see the person and hold ideas about who they are because of who they were last time. It's kind of having this paradigm of everything is constantly transforming and shifting and changing and just being present and open to what it could be today. And I think when you have that context around you, it's far easier to reinvent yourself because that's what this episode is all about. But remember, that's really important. If you expect others to be able to experience you in a different way, you have to hold yourself to that standard as well. And it's not the easiest thing. It requires presence of mind, but it's essential for reinvention. So let's talk about reinvention for a hot little minute, because I know that when you put the work in, when you are willing to shift your mindset and consistently transform how you talk to yourself and the decisions that you make and focusing on what you want and lining up with that action, you can completely reinvent who you are and the results that you're getting in a really short period of time. And I can't even say, oh, 90 days or one year or six months or whatever, because I've seen people reinvent themselves in a very short period of time. And, you know, who am I to say this is how long it takes? That completely puts ideas about space and time in your mind that are only from my idea of space and time. (laughs) So I want to keep this really open for you and say you can literally reinvent yourself in a heartbeat, you know? And when I say that, I mean, if you have a belief about who you are or what's possible for you in the world, 
It doesn't take 30 days of setting up a new habit to choose a new thought and consistently choose it. The minute that you take a new breath and choose to have a new thought and the moment you decide for yourself, this is no longer a part of my identity, you have reinvented yourself. That's it. Reinvention is really fun and it's super easy and it requires a very specific belief structure before you can get started. So I mentioned a little bit before around being willing to see other people as different every time you see them, but it also requires having a commitment to growth over having a commitment to stagnation or staying the same. So when someone's committed to staying the same, they don't want to hear what could be different. They don't want to hear what they could choose to believe differently. They don't want to sit down and set a budget or have conversations about goals. They don't want to get into the conversation about any form of growth or transformation or personal development, right? Because they're committed to staying the same, staying the same feels safe, staying the same feels comfortable. I mean, you're not here because you want to do that. Otherwise you wouldn't be listening to a podcast called super freak, but just be aware that some people actually are committed to staying the same in their lives. And I don't think that it's a healthy thing because we are constantly required to reinvent ourselves. Some of the largest and deepest and most painful, um, suffering comes from wanting things to be the way they were or staying the same. And so having a commitment to growth, having a commitment to transformation and reinvention constantly, is one of your safest bets to happiness, to personal peace, to fulfillment, and to being able to deal with life as it happens, no matter what it is. One of the things that I've seen people suffer with a lot, especially during this time of COVID, I don't want to say the C word, but I just went there, is this, you know, a fear that everything's going to change or in the beginning, everything did change so quickly for people. And one of the greatest ways that people suffered was because they wanted it to be the way that it was before. Now, granted, everyone's in different situations. Everyone has different experiences with this, but I'm speaking on a more contextual level, right? If you can reinvent yourself moment to moment to moment to moment, if you can start thinking about what you want to believe about the world now, what you want to believe about yourself, what actions, emotions, decisions line up with that new belief about who you are and about the world, you get to reinvent yourself in alignment with and in response to whatever happens in your life. We cannot control the things that happen in our life. There are just things that we didn't predict, we didn't control, we didn't want them to happen, but they happened. What we can control is our response to it. And that is our responsibility. And when you're committed to growth, it's very easy to have a responsive mindset rather than when you're committed to staying the same, you have a more reactive mindset and you're almost resistant to whatever it is that's happening. So it's really important if you want to reinvent yourself to consider that always just being committed to growth is going to be a foundational principle that supports you in continuing to reinvent yourself. If you want to start getting different results in your bank account, you want to start seeing different results in your relationship, different results at work, you want to get a promotion, you want people to start noticing you, you want to be a better leader, you want to be a better parent, You want to become better at retaining information. Any kind of transformation for yourself requires a certain type of reinvention. Now, sometimes the, I guess, resistance to having reinvention is because like, well, what if other people think that I'm different? What if, you know, it's kind of scary to change. What if it doesn't work? What if people notice that I'm shifting and transforming and changing myself? 
And that's often one of the biggest reasons that people have resistance to any kind of reinvention in the first place. And to that, I would say when you have that mindset of everybody's changing at all times and it's safe for me to change, just like it's safe for you to change, you don't ever feel like you're treading on anyone's toes or taking up too much space. Or your reinvention will always bring up your own stuff to kind of deal with different beliefs and interesting ideas that you have about the world that you might want to shift and transform and change. I'm not going to focus on that specifically in this episode, but what I really want you to know is that you growing, it's not always comfortable, but that's part of it. It will bring up fear and that's part of it. It's like the price of entry for having a new identity with who you are and how you associate with the world. It's not a sign to back off. It's not a sign to stop. It's a sign to go and just deal with what's coming up at the time. So let's talk about how to actually do this, how to reinvent yourself. And, you know, we're coming again from the framework of it's actually easier to think of yourself as reinventing yourself every single moment than it is to be the same person with a slight little change. Uh, Because reinvention, what is assumed in that word is that you're letting go of certain parts of who you are and you're just allowing yourself to be something else. And that's just a really nice path of least resistance to getting what it is that you want, as opposed to, I'm still the same person. Everything about me is the same. I'm just forcing something and I'm trying to do something different and that's how it's going to be, right? So what I really also want you to know about reinvention is that you can reinvent yourself in a breath, right? Like I mentioned, if you choose to think a new thought or you make a new decision about who you are, or you decide that this fear that you have is no longer going to be part of your identity, you have just reinvented yourself. Don't kid yourself to think, no, I haven't. I need to get the result before I've reinvented myself. No, the results come after, right? It's about believing before you see and acting before you see the result as opposed to seeing before you believe or wanting the result before you act. So you can reinvent yourself. In fact, it's the only way reinvention happens is moment to moment to moment, breath by breath by breath. And just on a side note, here's something else that I want you to know. You don't have the same stomach lining as you had a month ago. Your skin is a completely new skin once a month. If you're a woman, you don't have the same lining of your womb month to month. Every single part of your internal and external body is consistently shedding and regrowing. The air that you breathe could have been circulated from some other part of the world that someone else on the planet has also breathed at some point in some particle somewhere, right? We are constantly shifting and moving energy, reinventing ourselves in terms of our physical body. So it's natural that it's safe for us to reinvent ourselves mentally, emotionally, spiritually as well. And the only thing that stops us from doing that is actually our idea about what's possible and what we're allowed to do. So my really my point <laughs> with this podcast episode is to support you in saying, yeah, I I actually can give myself permission at any point to choose to do something differently. And it's one of the most powerful things you can do. If you have a past of behaving in a certain way, you have the ability to change that if you choose to do so. One of the most challenging things with reinvention is like I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, 
other people expecting you to behave in a certain way. But just because of that, it doesn't mean that it's impossible. And again, this is why some people go traveling and they reinvent themselves because they've had enough time away from those consistent reminders about who they were before that they can step back into their old environment anew and people get used to them. But I'm going to give you some other tips here as well. So the first thing is you can reinvent yourself in a breath. The next piece is that Life is always fluid. It requires constant reinvention and constant growth so that you can respond to the world around you. So reinvention is really a natural part of our DNA. It's naturally who we are. And it just requires that mindset of being committed to growth instead of feeling like it's safer to stay the same. It's not. It's safer to be committed to growth because as life happens, you can respond to it and it doesn't then feel unsafe to change the way that you're responding or doing things in the world. It feels safer to be that way instead of constantly trying to stay the same in a world where the only thing that's guaranteed is change. Now, the next piece to reinvention is about understanding that you constantly create your world with your words. So if you tell yourself that it's difficult to make money in a certain situation, then that's going to be your experience of the world, mostly. If you tell yourself that it's safe for you to do new things, that's going to be your experience of your reality. You are both affirming what it is that you want to experience, affirming what it is that you want to believe, and and then eventually it becomes what you actually do believe. And I'm not talking about fake it till you make it. I'm talking about trying on new things like wearing a new jacket or wearing a new coat and wearing it around and testing it out for a little bit and seeing how your energy shifts when you try this on for size as opposed to how your energy is when you hold on to the same old thoughts, same old beliefs, same old way of being that you've always been. So is it fake it till you make it? I guess some people might call it that actually, but I would prefer to refer to it as more like an affirmation of how you want to show up so that you can come from that place when you make new decisions. You really are creating your world with your words. You know, I have a funny story about this. Years ago, I started traveling a lot and I kind of lived out of a suitcase for almost a year. And during that year, I was constantly sharing and posting on social media about all the different places that I was living at the time. I think I lived in about 16 different cities over the course of a year. And I was talking constantly about how I was traveling all of the time. And then even when I was back in Australia, I suppose I moved a couple of times when I was back in Australia as well. But people still assumed that I was constantly traveling around the world and living out of a suitcase because that's what I had told them that I was doing the last time that they had heard from me. So this is a really interesting phenomenon that sort of happens with human beings. Other people will believe what we tell them about ourselves. And this kind of almost sounds gross as I say it out loud because I know that Well, this is something that doesn't have a moral attached to it. It's the person who understands this and uses this as a tool that has a moral or doesn't have a morals. So I'll give you another example of that. In the world of pickup, okay, the world of, I'm talking about literally picking up women, men picking up women. There are books about it. There's all kind of techniques that you can use to... (laughs) The language is kind of gross, like infiltrate a social circle and work your way up to be able to talk to the person who you want to actually talk to. They kind of treat it like a numbers game. It's, I really don't like the pickup world. I'm, I'm 
I'm quite happy to say that out loud. But in this world, there are people who use the tools of pickup to develop their confidence in talking to women, in approaching women, into being okay with hearing a no or risking being rejected. And it's really good for some men to develop their confidence to just talking to women because they're so afraid to and to think about it in a new way as opposed to treating it like this big test and something super scary and intimidating. And if you don't get it right, you, you're doomed for life in relationships, right? There are some people where using the skills of pickup They're just tools. They use it and it really transforms their life. Similar to this, in that positive sense, people will say, like, if you tell a woman that you are good looking or you reference the fact that you're good looking in multiple ways, people will start to see you as good looking. (laughs) It's this really weird phenomenon that I learned about that I think is really funny. I haven't tested it myself. Maybe I should. Uh, But then also, The converse to this, right? The pickup world, there are some people who use these tools without morals and they treat human beings like numbers on a spreadsheet and it's like a game. And I think there's even a book called The Game about it, which, you know, people can use those tools with or without morals. And my point is here is that it is an actual true fact of life that people do believe what you tell them about yourself. So again, I'm not saying lie, I'm not saying fake it till you make it, but I am saying there are ways of talking about yourself in the world, about who you are or where you're transforming to or where you're going or what you desire in this life or what you believe in or what you enjoy that speak to the type of person that you're reinventing yourself to become as opposed to speaking to the type of person that you have been up until this point. And this is a tool that you can use with morals to support yourself to reinvent who you are, right? So I'll give you another more specific example. Years ago, again, I was traveling a lot. I remember a friend of mine pointing out this to me. So I would meet men and I was having a little bit of trouble actually dating because the men that I would meet would love the idea that I was independent and I traveled around the world and I was doing my thing. But then when it came down to it, they didn't really like actually that I was independent and traveled around the world and kind of did my own thing. And I remember having a conversation with a certain gentleman who said to me, I'm just going to have to get used to this about you. And I remember at that point feeling so bad about who I was and the fact that I loved being independent and traveling and like that it made me so happy. And I remember talking to a friend of mine who pointed out to me, Haley, you shouldn't have to apologize for being who you are. If someone has to get used to you, they're not the right person for you. Instead, you should own this about who you are. So it was me taking on responsibility of how I was actually showing up and presenting myself to the world that made the difference here, not necessarily the person that I was dating at the time. But if, you know, it's all about taking personal responsibility. So I realized at that time that when I was talking to different people about who I was and what I do and what I love in the world, I was actually showing up in a really apologetic way. Like, yeah, you know, I'm this and I love doing this. And, um, and I, uh, (laughs) like, I really like to travel and I was coming across like, I'm sorry about that, but you know, I do like to do things on my own and, uh, you probably might have to get used to it. And my friend pointed out, this was a really unuseful way of creating my world because everything about my energy was saying, 
sorry, but you know, you're going to have to get used to this and it's not really okay. And I get it and it's not convenient and blah, blah, blah. And so it was game changing for me. This was a point of reinvention for me because then when I met people, instead of being apologetic in everything about my energy, when I described that I'm an independent person who has her own business and works off her laptop and travels around the world, I was not apologetic. I was super proud of it. And I spoke about it in that same way. And I eventually started meeting human beings who really appreciated that about me and who loved that about me and encouraged that about me instead of having this energy of like, oh, I'm just going to have to get used to that about you. And that was a point of reinvention because it transformed the way that I was showing up in relationships. It transformed the way that other people were receiving me. So think about it like this. If I'm showing up in a way that says, oh, I'm really sorry about who I am. You're just going to have to get used to it without using those specific words, the message through my tonality, through my words, through my presence, through my energy, the message is, yeah, it's not very good what she does, but you know, like she realizes that and she's okay with it or I'll just have to be okay with it. Whereas opposed to if I show up from an energy of this is who I am, I'm super happy being this way. I'm not really attached to how you feel about it because I'm happy. And this is what I will accept in my life as somebody who wants to be with me then the energy that comes across is very different. It comes across as, yeah, cool. That's what she does. That's who she is. I like that, right? So this is my point. Reinvention is about using your words to create your world, using your energy to create your world, not to fake it till you make it, but to actually speak to the type of person that you want to be, that you really are, and allow other people to receive that message and then make their own assumptions and people naturally put you in a box. So to create the right internal pictures for someone else, for them to put you in a box that suits them, but for you to actually be able to have some form of influence over the box that they're putting you in. By the way, if you're confused about this, just hit me up on social media and ask me what I'm talking about. I want to know what questions you have around this because it just sounds so disturbingly simple and it can almost feel like, I mean, I'm sure you've heard heaps of stories about people just lying through their teeth, manipulating people. And this is kind of what people assume when I say something like this about reinventing yourself. And this is where people have this completely adverse reaction to thinking about reinventing who they are because they don't want to look like that. But you couldn't be further away from that by simply being who you are and making a choice to speak about yourself more positively or being who you are and making a choice to simply think a new thought or not identify with being broke anymore or not identify with being somebody who doesn't allow themselves to be seen and heard in the world or to no longer choose to not speak up instead of speaking up, right? You couldn't be further away from being a lying, manipulative skis bag by doing so, but somehow we have this like either or like a hundred percent mentality. If I end up saying something different or showing up in a different way, people are going to think this about me. And really half the work in reinvention is also getting over that and realizing that that's not actually the way it's going to be. (laughs) Most of the time you reinventing yourself to align more with who you really want to be in the world actually feels like a good thing for other people to receive for your family members, for your friends, for the people who have always known you, as well as the people who you haven't met yet, who you will meet as this new energized, more aligned you. So let's talk about that for a hot minute. Oftentimes, the people who love you the most and who are the closest to you, now not always, but more often than not, when you start reinventing yourself and showing up in a new way, 
oh, it's such a relief. It's such a good thing. People are happy for you. They love it. They want you to feel better about who you are. Sometimes on the odd occasion, they don't. They want to keep you in a box. They want to keep you how they like to see you because it's comfortable for them and it you know, it means something for their life if you change. So they don't want you to change because it's also safe for them. And it's important for you to know that. But I also want you to know that even in those circumstances, which aren't extreme, like it does happen, even in those circumstances, it simply takes more time for someone to just accept that this is how you are now. And if really, really, really over time, they're not going to accept it and you're still happy to be who you are, then you'll probably set a new boundary about how you show up in that person's life or how you allow them to show up in your life. But this is often what people are afraid of right up front before taking any action. And I want to encourage you to not do that straight away, like respond to that as it comes up later on down the track. For the most part, the people who you know already will be like, yes, you get it. I'm so happy for you. I've been wanting this for you for such a long time. It's so nice to see you so happy and going for things. And that's awesome. Everybody benefits because you get to have more fun and be more you and they get to enjoy you being more you, which makes it easier for them. And you give them permission to be more them. It's just good for everyone, right? But on the flip side, when you don't know anybody, you can be whoever you want. So it's really easy to reinvent yourself and show up as the person that you want to be when you haven't met someone before. But you can show up in new situations and be whoever it is that you want to be. You don't have to show up in new situations as you have always been before. And again, I think this is why a lot of people love traveling and why travel can have such an incredible impact on a human being's perspective on the world and who they are. But it's also not required of you. Like I said, you can take a new breath, make a new choice and reinvent who you decide to be today. In this moment, I am now someone who invests in clothing for themselves. I am now somebody who believes that anything is possible. I am now forever in this moment, somebody who chooses to meal by meal, eat something nourishing for myself instead of emotional eating, right? Sometimes it requires a little bit of extra support. Okay, so let's talk about that now. It's not just about talking, it's about acting. So if you notice that you have some stuff around this reinvention, like you know that you can't just say that this is no longer an issue for you and it still is, then what it requires is doing what's within your power to become the type of person who no longer has the things in the way anymore that you once had. All of the work we're ever doing ever is to just remove whatever resistance you have to you being who you want to be today. There's nothing wrong with you. You're not broken. It's just all about removing the resistance to having what it is that you want. So let's say, for example, that you are an emotional eater and you would like to be someone who shows up in a way that is more healthy and makes more healthy decisions for yourself. Perhaps you can decide like from now on, this is what's happening and that will be enough. It's simply just a choice, but then you also might have to decide, okay, so I'm going to have to take some actions that sort of support and back me up in with this new decision. Like I can't keep eating at McDonald's every day when I can't be bothered eating if this is my new choice about the world. So your whole life in turn rearranges itself now to support this new decision, this new belief, this new idea, this reinvention of yourself. It might mean hanging out in different circles for a little while. It might mean having some new habits, some new practices, some new rituals and routines that you take on to support the new decision. It might mean that you go and get some help 
from some kind of external source. You might take a course, you might see a therapist or a coach, you might get whatever support feels appropriate for you to help you kind of unlock the way that the pathway, your neural pathways or the pattern has just been kind of ingrained for your whole life or the way that you have experienced the world in some way which had an emotional significant impact on you and you need to shift it in that way. So my point here is that then you ask yourself, once you have decided what it is that you want to believe about the world or Once you've decided who you want to be in the world, you might then say, what does that person believe about the world? How do they show up? How do they think? How do they eat? How do they stand? What do they wear? This reinvention then starts to filter out to every single decision that you want to make about who you are in the world to be in alignment now with this new reinvention. That might mean, again, that you decide to dress differently, that you decide to take on some new sports that you want to play, that you start to educate yourself in a new way, read different types of books, perhaps after work instead of one particular habit that you have, taking on a new habit. So this new reinvention is kind of like the guidepost or the signpost to what actions that you would take to become that person right now. And this is the reinvention. The key is that you can do it right now. So, so many people say, yes, I can do that. I can be that person. I can make this shift, but it has to happen after such and such, such and such date, such and such time, such and such thing has been achieved. My invitation is to ask yourself instead, how can I make this happen right now? What's available to me in this moment to make this reinvention my reality right now? What, do, what can I change? What do I need to change? What can I let go of? What do I no longer do? What do I absolutely do to reinvent myself in this very moment? And what is the part of me that I need to decide is no longer a part of this identity, this who I am in this very moment from today, from this podcast episode onwards, this is no longer who I am. Do you know that you have the freedom and choice to do that? Because you do. You can decide that by the end of listening to my voice right now, you are no longer the person who doesn't let themselves be seen, or you're no longer the person who doesn't speak up, or you're no longer the person who consistently tells themselves, I don't have time. You're no longer the person who shows up in a way that is meek and lacks confidence and you don't let people see who you really are, which is funny and gregarious and hilarious and playful and confident. You get to decide that by the end of this episode, that's no longer who you are. And then what you would do is ask yourself, okay, what do I want instead? How do I want to show up instead? And then what do I need to believe in order to show up in that way and choose to think those thoughts and choose to believe those thoughts, right? Do you see how this kind of flows on? It's a natural new decision. That new decision influences and flows on to the actions that you take. Those actions line up. You end up having different results because of the way that you're thinking. So the final piece with aligning to this new identity of who you want to be is recognizing that in some cases it's immediate. You can just decide. But then also sometimes it takes time for the whole world to get this change. Sometimes it doesn't. So be open to both. Be open to the fact that the whole world can rearrange itself immediately once you've made this new decision. But then also it might take some time for certain parts of your world to rearrange itself in alignment with this new decision. So that's where we become 
infinitely patient. Now, if you want to know, actually, I've got a little book that I wrote. It's called Calm and Unstoppable. And if you go to my website, hayleycar.tv forward slash gift, you can download that book for free. And I talk about being infinitely patient and being able to create absolutely anything that you want. But I think that that's a key, right? Is holding that paradox of, yes, I have changed and the world has changed immediately. And then on the other hand, I'm also willing to wait for the rest of the world to catch up with who I am now. And that's completely okay. I have patience with that. So you're making every decision now in alignment with, if I really did believe that I was that person, if I really was already there, if I was that person today, if I believe that thought, if I, you know, if I really am this person, how would I make this decision, this decision that's right in front of me? And you keep making decisions in alignment with who you want to be from this moment forward. And it's as simple as that. Reinvention is a moment to moment to moment activity and a practice. All right. And it starts at the end of this episode with one simple breath. Then I guess the final thing that I would say is remember that you have a choice now to believe it or not believe it. And you either believe it or you don't believe it. You can't half believe what you are choosing to believe now. Like I believe it, but only in these certain environments. One of the things I say in my super abundant course is like, you either believe that money is energy or you don't believe that money is energy. And so you can't believe that money is energy, say in your business where you find it easy to make money, but you don't believe money is energy when it comes to your relationship. Like you either believe it and you believe it everywhere in every area of your life, or you don't. And that just makes it a little bit easier to continue to act in alignment with the new beliefs. So that's how you reinvent yourself. (laughs) It's moment to moment. It's easier than you think. Sometimes it takes longer than you expect, but also it can be as quick as a heartbeat. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Let me know. Let me know what you think of it. Contact me on social media. You can find me at the links underneath the episode. But I want to know how you're going to reinvent yourself today. I want to know what you would like to become if you could become anything. And and I don't mind you going to what you think is impossible right now, because I believe that absolutely anything is possible. So I'll see you in the next episode. Ciao for now. Thank you so much for being here and listening in with me today. I'm really grateful to be gracing your ears. Of all the things you could be listening to right now, you're right here with me. So thank you. Now, I'd love to hear from you. What was your one insight of the day? How are you going to apply it? Why not tell me in a review? If you know someone who would love this, please do share it with them. It's the best kind of compliment. So you could take a screenshot. You could tag me on Instagram and be that super freak who shares what's working for you with your world. And if you want more, you might like to check out my website, hayleycar.tv. It's linked in the notes. It's there. You can find out about all the ways we can play even more together. And you can also get a free copy of my book and download a free copy of the Super Freak Self-Coaching Scorecard 2, which a lot of people are having a lot of fun with right now. Remember, everything you want is so much closer than you think. So stay curious, stay open, and say yes. I'll see you soon.